Baby, I'm back by popular demand. Bitch, I'm back by popular demand. I did not come to play with you hoes. Hey, niggas and friends. (laughs) We're back. (laughs) Was not expecting that. Hey, girl. Hey. What up, y'all? It's VA. And it's Shaylove. And this is Girl, What's Up With That? Your weekly check-in with your best friends in your head. Yeah, we're back. Episode two. They let us back in. They did. (laughs) Y'all missed us. I missed you. I missed you. What's up with you? Oh, girl. Uh-oh. I mean, Who yes, did it? them fucking kids. Oh. Yesterday was a day. Oh. If I had a wig on, I would have took my wig off and put it in the passenger seat. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like the definition of today drained me. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but I know what you mean. Yes. I was like, oh, my gosh. This is what we doing? 2023. We only 11. Yes. Yesterday was 10 days and I said, throw everybody away. All of it. Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was rough. All right. Well, aside from that. Yeah. Any, you know. Oh, my God. I, I've been enjoying the feedback that we've been getting from Same. our friends. Same. Hey, friends. Hey, y'all. Y'all listening. I appreciate yes. it. I had to, you know, slap the phone out of my mama hand um, <laughs> because... Um, Somebody sent her something. Who snitched? My aunt. But, like, I was like, what you listening to? That sound like me. So now she knows how to operate uh, her Instagram again. So, yeah. Mm. But she know the child she raised. So, I mean, it is what it is. That's valid. Mama, I'm sure my mother has listened to this already. But, again, a friend know who she raised. So, I'm going to say what I'm going to say, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So, uh. <laughs> Yeah. You learn and you learn. Yes. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, How you been? I'm great. You're great. What's so great, friend? I got my scholarship. <laughs> I'm so excited for you. We have to celebrate that. All right. Thank you. So I, I bought you some communion shots. Yeah, I see. So mm-hmm. we, at some point, we're going to take them. Okay. We might be a little slurred. <laughs> Throughout, you know, the little casty tonight, I the mean, little she, potty. Yeah, she, she did a little set. We got a little yes. communion shot, got a little wine, you know. We, they let us back in, so we fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> we putting on for the 99 and the 2000. Hey, listen, okay? let me tell you. We talked about things that we learned halfway through our 30s. I can tell you guaranteed, probably till I'm 85, when that song come on, I'm you going to the, I'm to the dance floor. That song and act up. That yeah, mm-hmm. as soon dun, 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 yeah, yeah. Boop, boop, boop. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes, yeah. Yeah. I'm with it. Yeah. I'm with it. I'll be there with you yeah. with my walker. Okay, because <laughs> my knees is already bad. <laughs> just a, it's just a little bit. Just a little I gotta bit. stretch you know. more. I, you know, speaking of stretching, mm. I follow. Who this. stretched you out? No, I. W- oh, never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> Actually, uh, mm. so I follow this girl on YouTube. Her name is Peyton, and she lives in Dallas. Okay. And she, they have this thing called Stretch Lab where you can go and have assisted stretching. Oh, that's so, cute. So I got on my Googles. Mm. We have one here. Really? Yeah. Yeah. 50 minute first session. They literally like, and they stretch you out to your level of capacity. And then you just do like a, like a weekly or bi-weekly upkeep. I said, oh, sign me up. 
what? Mm-hmm. I'm oh doing my it. god, partner stretching at its finest. Yes. Yeah. No strings attached. None at all. Okay. No. That's cute. What's it called again? It's called Stretch Labs. Uh, this isn't sponsored, so sponsor us. Yeah. Uh, okay, and it's out here in Vegas. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's out in Summerlin. Mm. Yeah. Y'all can't come to the A nine one zero six. I digress. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the way they gentrify in downtown. I drive really fast. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what did you see in the news, in the media, on the TikToks? What did you see this week? Oh, my gosh. Mm. R.I.P. Diamond. Diamond from Diamond and Silk, the hardcore Trump supporters. Diamond's heart was too big, according to President Trump. And it just gave out on her. So uh, she passed away in her home with Silk right by her side. I'm a miss her. Uh, what is that? Is that like a 27 piece, like a quick weave type hairstyle? Yeah. But a side point, I'm RIP. It looked real crunchy. <laughs> <laughs> what? I was sad about Okay, I was sad for like two minutes. Okay. But I was like, dang, another one gone. I mean, they say when you support the other, the mm. palm of your hand, you age very quickly. I mean, Quick. she is somewhere. Yeah. Working with the lace fronts in the sky. I, I mean, let's just be honest. Does she have a lace front? Because let's also keep in mind, people who support the palm of their hand, their hair is never, Candace Owens, done correctly. You're right. It was. It just looked, it was like pump it up and spritz. It just looks really hard. So, see, you're giving them too much credit. Pump it up requires them to be in touch with the the other side of oh, the hand. Oh, you're right. So, was it Tressa May? Probably. Ooh la la. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out to you, Silk and yeah. Diamond. R.I.P. Uh. <laughs> what did you hear in the news? Um, something that really I don't, I don't, I haven't fully uh, unpacked the way it makes me feel. But the way that people are having a problem with black men posting about having a soft life. Yeah, what's that about? I don't like so I don't I don't remember. I saw the TikTok and I don't remember the gentleman's name, so I don't want to say the wrong thing, but he posted like a day in my life video where he's like cleaning up and all these things and he's saying like the title on it was like black man soft life. And when I tell you Twitter is eating this man up and I'm very confused. So he can't enjoy his life softly? I don't I've been reading through the comments and I still don't understand. So they want us all to live rough and hard. This ain't what love got to do with it. We ain't saying rolling. Listen, y'all already know what I said about love and basketball and what I said about black cinema and the way that we adopting toxic. Look, the fact that I watched love and basketball this weekend Did you? and I was so sad <laughs> because you're so right. Quincy is trapped. <laughs> Trash. I was like, oh no. Yeah, when you look, you go back when we were teenagers. Those it was was cool. All those movies, like even like like Brown Sugar, like all those. When you were younger in your twenties, it was cute. It was cute. Now, thirty, healed, gone through some stuff. Couldn't be me. Listen, couldn't be me. I was watching Deliver Us from Eva, and that nigga quit his job to ride a horse to Chicago. Nigga, you ain't got no job. Excuse me, what? You mean you quit? So, well, your income, but although you know, God forbid, I don't, I don't ever plan to get divorced. But one thing we will celebrate is my divorce. That part. <laughs> oh, we getting a cake. We getting a stripper. 
I mean, speaking of divorces, so something else that I saw, did you see the, it was like a girl's trip. They came here to go see Adele and they were celebrating her divorce party. Oh no, I didn't see that. So they're celebrating her divorce party. And I guess there's this section in the show where Adele goes through the crowd and like touches people and, you know, makes a connection. And she like, you know, talks to them. And so she asked one of the girls in the group, like, oh, what are you guys here celebrating? And she was like, her divorce. And so then once Adele was done, walking through the crowd she gets back on stage and she's talking about like putting yourself first and all the things because you know she went through a divorce yeah that's why 30 is so good um and then she got like emotional and stuff i just love how real adele is like she's like because she was she was trained right beyonce uh, (laughs) when you attend parkwood academy (laughs) you you know you right she knew what was up Uh uh-huh Oh man! What else did you see this week? Ooh, 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 ooh! I en- again, still not a football person, mm-hmm. but Damar made it out of the ICU. I, yeah, I saw that, and he won. Yeah. He won the victory of life. Yeah. So God is still in the blessing business. Yeah. Um, it was good to see the NFL come together as a whole. Yeah. And lift them up in prayers, and the Bills they making it right. Yeah, I mean they in the playoffs. <laughs> Oh, okay. I, again, I should watch a game, but <laughs> I'm so excited to see that. Like, yeah. I also even so. I mean, I respected it even more. I mean, I respected mm-hmm. it before, but seeing him like come around and all that, I respected the fact that like when he was down and like the players were circling around him yeah. and trying to protect his privacy because cameras are literally everywhere. That part. While that was going on, like the athletic traders on the sidelines, like they was packing that shit up. Like yeah. the NFL was like, we'll give you five minutes to warm up. And the Bills was like, uh, nah, nah, we done. Our man's is down. Like people are in the stands are like crying. Like yeah. it's traumatic. Like, nah, we packing this shit up. So I like, res- I respected it then, but to like, no, really, like, we are a team, you know, and they always say, like, the F in football or the F in, F, the F in NFL stands for family, whatever. No, we're family. One of our family members is down. Right. What your mama say when you, when you, when one of your little brothers, your little cousin, y'all, you, one of y'all getting in a fight, y'all getting in a fight? Yeah, y'all fight. So yeah. So we all in it, this together. Together, yeah. Dang, shout out to, who is that? We're all in this together. Isn't that high school musical? Yes, it is. I thought it was Cheetah Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking. <laughs> but I, I was close. It was a musical. Yeah. Close, close. So, Same. Yeah. Look, it's a Disney hey. check. Hey. Them kids are still. Mm, they still making money. To this day. Still. All you need is one Disney check. You, and you'll be straight. What's, um? I always forget his name. I've told you this story before. Jason but Weaver. Jason Weaver. His mama. Is smart. When she does. Listen, when she has her, like, TED Talk. We're going. We're going. Yeah. Because I need to know. How you set that contract up? I need to see. I need a visual. Making money to this day just because he couldn't wait to be Kang. <laughs> when did that movie, like 1985? The Lion King came out. Yeah, it's old. And the only thing I really know Jason Weaver for is that smart guy. The what? song he did with Chingy. <laughs> Excuse me, what? As Jay Weave. Right away. Uh, uh, uh. He sang on that. And then ATL, of course. But Okay, ATL, yes. You don't remember that song with Chingy? Pause. Re- re- rewind. Excuse me. That was him? Yes. I saw the other day, and his name was Jay Weave. That was his, like, hip-hop name. And I said, ain't that some shit? <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what gives you street cred? But okay. Wow. I guess he was in the song with Chingy. So... 
I mean, it was him. And only one of them are still making money. Damn, Jason Weaver, because <laughs> his mama did it right. That, but Chingy, Chingy, about to go on tour. Would you go? <laughs> would you want? I, I don't, I don't know if I would pay money for a tour. A tour, because listen, you know my my standards are high when it comes to Ooh, tours. Very high, and you know who set the standard? Beyonce. Um, I have a very strong rule about mm-hmm. if you're, I don't care who it is, uh, maybe Adele. Yeah, because I know she's going to give me a good show, and Ariana Grande because I know she can sing. Yeah, but those three, if out of after those three, if your ticket to your show costs more than either of those three, I'm not going. That part, because Beyonce does make it reasonable for us to go. And not only that, but I've seen her and her husband. So I t- sure did. Sure did. And I flew. But- and I had to stay in a hotel. <coughs> and my seats was good. Okay. So, and you know, for our generation, Jay-Z's one of the greats. So really if is. I have been able to see Beyonce and one of the greats, and your ticket costs more than their ticket. It's a problem. I'm not going. I'm not going to come to see you, Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> you or them wigs. Not at all. Because I can go to the beauty supply for that. We could have a full-on party when we go. <laughs> we could really do it. Yeah, I'm not. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. That don't make no sense. But yeah, standards are way high. Yeah. So now I don't think What I about don't... a festival? Because he could do one, two songs. Uh, I don't... I don't know. Oh, okay. Um. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I would festival. Yeah. No. Okay. So it it ain't in the cards for young Ching Ching. No. Ching Ching, money ain't a thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not doing that. Sorry. 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 I'm actually a little nervous about festival. That whole Travis Scott thing. That part. It made me like nervous. I would let you get on my neck. <laughs> <laughs> but if you go down, and I'm still going down yep. with you. We all going down yes. at that point. Yeah, yeah. We, it's it's a done. Yeah. It's a done. Zone. And considering Beyonce already did Coachella, don't really have ain't no reason. ain't no point. We yeah. ain't going back. I'm not going to no for, for what unless unless they bring Made in America back. I'm not going to Philly. Y'all Philly Johns is crazy. Points have been made. Yes. Yeah. So one of the biggest things this week in news is a is about our fair royals. Do I sound like a royal? Fair royals. Whatever. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Yo, you gonna read what's spare? It's called spare. 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 Because he was born to be a spare Spare. tire. (laughs) Oh, I cannot. That's messed up. I thought. I thought they were basically the Harry and Meghan documentary on Netflix. They were like, "This is your appetizer." It was not even, nothing. you know what? This wasn't even an appetizer. I feel like that was the hors d'oeuvres. Like, mm. you had hors d'oeuvres, and this book is the appetizer because maybe something's coming. Oh, for sure, for sure. Somebody gonna get, somebody get murked in the street. Something is coming because he, he's feeling shit like that. And, and here's the thing I, I don't know if the book has officially come out yet, but everything that I've watched from him has all been like press tour stuff. Yes. So he's not even really. Giving, obviously not giving what's in the book because he wants us to read the book. But the right. thing, like him talking about him and his brother getting a fight and like the necklace that he broke. Yes. With his kids' heartbeats on it, like the sonogram. Bananas. I'm like, what? And don't get me wrong. If I had to put money on which Spencer child in a fight. Harry beating that ass. Listen, all my money. I mean, actually, to win something, I might put it on William. But no, 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 no. Because they're going to play dirty. Yeah, they're going to play dirty. That's the only reason why. Because you know they're going to play dirty. See, 
the and and it's the it's for me, it's the whole fact like with the sixty minute interview when um Anderson Cooper, yes the way he <laughs> smiled the way he smiled like now you know you can't be talking about bald headed people like that and them not be offended. <laughs> <laughs> Followed the way by he, force, not by choice. <laughs> right. The way he smiled was like, mm, well. <laughs> well, have you seen, there's an article, speaking of bald spots and hair, there's an article where Harry talks about how William was jealous that he got to keep his beard for the wedding. Yes. How? Because he has his grandmother. Who I mean. I have a, I wholeheartedly believe. So I watched, um, what is it? The Late Show? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched him on that, and he was saying how like for the longest time William always used to say like, "Oh, my mom's spirit's with me. I can feel her with me." And he was like, as you know, time has progressed. Um, William used to say like, "Oh, I don't feel her as much, and I think she's moved on to you now." And he was basically like, he he said that first, and then he set up the timeline. He was like, basically like William was like. When William said he stopped feeling his mother's presence around him was when Megan entered my life. Dang. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And she was like, and honestly, when I look back, I can say, like, I've felt my mother's presence more so in the last two, almost three years than I have mm. in all my whole, my whole life. See, it's about to get messy. I like to watch white folks fight. Me too. I'm also, listen. I'm that's, here for an uncivilized. That's Spencer uh, Ginger Jean. Yeah. Um, I'm Diana said, I'm not going. Because let's keep in mind, like we said last yeah. week, Megan is black. Blackity, blackity black. So for your black kids. She don't know it all the way. But. To be ginger. <laughs> hey. Diana said, uh-uh. We all saw as told by ginger by, as a child. Yeah. It's about to be real. Yeah, she coming with it. So my thing is the fact that the nickname thing. So I don't know if you heard that. So that's the thing that's like, what the fuck? So your nickname is Spare, and then they're calling your brother Air. So well, that's like a royal. T- I mean, so I'm a when it comes one one. I guess thing about me, I like history. So like, I am. Like the Tudor family, the yeah. Windsor family. Like I know, not just the current Winters that we had. Yeah, like back, the past. back. Yeah, back, back, back. They, all, yeah. The second son is always second. Anything is always called the spare, and that's literally like spare. As us Americans, we think spare, spare tire. Why do you have a spare tire? Because if this tire blows out, I'm gonna pop the trunk, put this one on, and keep it pushing. That's so messed up. So William need a new asshole so he can take Harry's. I mean, at this point, William has. <laughs> well, like a real, a real organ, like a liver. I mean, no, because and that was the other thing, like the whole like they got married, and then the next question was like, when is Kate gonna have a baby? And that's why they popped out all these kids. Like, I think at this point, it's like four people, not even four. I think like six people have to die in order for Harry to actually be sit on the throne. Like, basically. You know how like they say like the like for Americans the vice president and the president can't travel together because if they're somebody getting shot right if if the plane goes down who gonna rule right so I feel like the press secretary <laughs> <laughs> listen the way things was going down over in the house who that part you don't have the votes you don't Yo. have the votes. <laughs> they don't need congressional approval and you don't they, have the votes yeah I mean. Earth is still ghetto. 
and I want to leave. <laughs> that part. Mm-hmm. But that's crazy. So shout out to you, Harry. Call me. I'm excited. I'm going to listen to the book. Yes. So so yeah. I, I do believe the book is out already. Mm-hmm. It's hit It's hit the streets. So if you're a reader, go ahead and check it out. Read yeah. the last three pages and tell me what it's about. <laughs> <laughs> Cause yeah. I mean, reading over here. Yeah. If you don't have, if you don't, <laughs> if you've never had Audible, um, I'll probably buy it on Audible. If you've never had Audible, slide in our DMs. I'll slide you a free book. Audible will change your life. Listen. You know the saddest book I ever listened to? Hmm. It was um, Santonia, Santonia Brown, the girl that went to prison at 14. <gasps> So saddest book you've listened to, saddest documentary I've ever watched. It was so sad because she still spoke like a child. And that's, it just threw me off. Man. It, it was rough. Yeah. And I think I had to take a break. And then I ended up listening to Viola Davis read like a slave. And I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> like, why does it sound like you doing a monologue from Fences? My mama was a drunk, born all these kids. Like, girl scene <laughs> <laughs> if you don't read in your normal speak voice then i don't want it yeah but yeah that's fair <laughs> right. so um another thing how do you feel about people doing fish fries to pay for funerals i hate it i hate it in general okay but because everything starts on tiktok i saw a tiktok mm. from this white man oh shit who i believe works in insurance who said two things that are is very profound to me. And he said it. And I had once I was done watching I watched TikTok twice. And once I was done, I went to check my account to make sure uh, uh, Navy Federal took their money off of my life insurance. He said, black people need to get life insurance. We know that. We've been saying it. We've been pushing it. But the reason why we need to get life insurance, if more, more of us start, even if it's the smallest $10 a month policy, right? Mm-hmm. If we started getting life insurance... It would, re- he says, this is his thought process, and it makes sense. Mm-hmm. If black, if more black people had life insurance, cops would stop killing us because insurance companies hate paying money out. Oh, makes sense. They hate doing it. Mm. He also added that once, you know, <clears throat> slavery was abolished and, you know, they, they didn't pay us reparations, but they paid all the slave owners for the money that they lost, right? That then that money like trickled into insurance and that's how <clears throat> generational wealth and all that stuff and white people in the money and putting us back. That's where insurance like came from. So if, and we know how police started, you know, they was really the slave, you know, slave catchers, yeah. Jim Crow, all of that, right? So going back to life insurance, if more black people had life insurance. It makes sense. And police kept killing us and the insurance had to keep paying us out and white people want to stay rich and they want to put us in back in position. Okay, stop killing the niggers. Basically. Stop killing the niggers because we're tired of playing out I money. mean, them bodies would be on ice for a while while they investigate that shit. Like, oh, you got shot by a cop. Well, shit, let's start the investigation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But if they call in old girl from the first 48, she'll get it done. Quick. <laughs> because. She's like 48, I need 12. Basically. <laughs> basically. And the only reason why I say, like, are we tired of the fish fries yet? Because the whole thing with Gucci Mane and Big Scar's family. Like ten thousand was not enough. He didn't have to do nothing. I don't. I mean, I have had people die in my life, mm-hmm. but I've never had to pay to bury a body. 
So I don't know how much it costs to bury a body. I would say today, I look like I'm I'm killing you niggas. Um, I would say <laughs> I would say today to do a funeral with a basic pine box funeral plot, it's gonna run you about seven seven G's. Also, oh, they got change. They got change, but they want to do something bigger and badder. You know what I'm saying? If you were to cremate the nigga, it would only cost you like fourteen hundred. But no, y'all want to sit them up on a motorcycle. I don't know if they did this. (laughs) But y'all want to have this big extravagant funeral for this life that was, of course, gone too soon. But if y'all ain't had the money, you got to do what you can. I think black people's, like, correlation and association and, like, thought process with death is so weird. Knowing Mm. our ancestors, right? Like, Mm. okay, I'm going to say this and then it's going to go into what my thing that i saw this week just follow me y'all okay i'm listening I'm so listening. when it comes to like death and all that so we get a casket and we have a funeral and people open the casket and you see the body and all the things right mm-hmm. <clears throat> um and then you have black people who are like cremation i don't want my body burned up okay you're gonna put it in the ground it's gonna deteriorate right that part but if we go back to our ancestors like and most most like culturally rich uh, communities, they burn the bodies. They burn yeah. the bodies. In a ceremony, right? Yeah, they do a whole ceremony. They burn the bodies. They put, like, the ashes are spread into the, to renew the earth, Mother Nature, yeah. Circle of Life, Lion King, here we are, right? So now here we are and we're like, we want this whole party. You can still have the party. You can have the celebration. You can still celebrate that person's life right. without propping them up on motorcycles. Yeah. You don't need a fish fry to have a party. Because that is well, traumatic. Well, to be honest, if you're going to have a fish fry, still have a fish fry. Yeah. Because that's dramatic seeing a, a body in a box. Yeah. I And having to say bye. Yeah. I remember the first, my first funeral was for a friend. And mm. it was open casket. And I was not okay. See? And even now, like, I'll go to a funeral, but when the whole, like, oh, let's walk up, I'm not doing uh-uh. it. Uh-uh. One one was enough. Yeah, I don't view bodies. No. I don't. Mm-mm. I'm just. I want to remember them the way they are. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I don't owe nobody anything because I celebrated them while they were in the land of the living. Mm-hmm. And a lot of y'all niggas <laughs> don't do that, and that's the problem. Right. That's why y'all so up in arms. Well, you just went right into what I want to talk about. Girl, about what? celebrating them while they living. Mm. <clears throat> Auntie got a award. Hey, Angela Bassett. Yes. What kind of forever? Listen. Because <laughs> mm, I cried like a little bitch in the Let- theater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. yes. That was beautiful. Well, she was, let's, let's go give her the first. Yes. The only. Mm. Marvel movie. Listen. To ever. Ever, ever. Ever, ever. And I think ever will. And I, I wholeheartedly believe that. Yeah. I wholeheartedly believe that. They ain't it. fucking with the Marvel verse like that. No. But I, yeah. Yeah, I think she, because, I mean, have they ever nominated anyone for it prior? I don't think so. They knew what they was doing. And I think, because Black Panther, they won for what? They won for other stuff. So, like, like costume, costume yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But an actor? actor? Yeah, no. Like, Y'all ain't touching us. Yeah. This is why Angela. Angela. I know they low key probably regretting that shit. Oh, spoiler alert! She dies. Um, oh. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure they low key regret that they had to kill her off. That part because she made sure Wakanda was taken care of because let's let's say what it is. Niece was struggling. Mm-hmm. Niece struggled yeah. because of the loss. Mm-hmm. So she didn't grieve properly. 
But mama had to hold it together and she did it to the best of her ability until that, the, what is it? Kukuka. <laughs> what was his That's name? That's right, Namor, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the flying demon god. <laughs> <laughs> I've been hanging out with my Africans. Shout out to y'all. Hey. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, no. Uh-huh. But that yeah. goes back to what I said. You asked about death and yeah. life. They celebrated him while yes. he was here. Most definitely. Yeah. I mean, well-deserved. Mm-hmm. Well-deserved. And for her to say the last time she won it was for my other favorite movie, What's Love Got to Do With It? Because <laughs> it ain't nothing like a bitch running in the street in a white three-piece suit, bloody. I got a confession. You ain't never seen it? I have seen it. Oh, that's shit. The, that's the confession. So I was probably... I'm going to give myself some grace. I was probably 14. Okay. Before I do who what the real Ike Turner looked like. Yo, that... Never mind, he dead. <laughs> I was about to say something because he looked crunchy. Hey, 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 wait a minute. Just be... I, going back to death, right? I... Y'all might get mad at me about for this. I don't care. I am not one of those people who believes in, oh, let's respect the dead because they're dead. If they were a bad person when they were alive. They still bad. You right. Because I believe he raped her after she tried to record Nut Bush City. <laughs> Listen. Nut Bush. Yeah. I mean, so full circle moment, mm-hmm. like all the African-American women actors that have been winning this um what is it award season mm-hmm. like kudos well do you did you watch last night the golden globes uh-huh. i watched bits and pieces did you see the, um what's his name uh, gerard Car- Car- yeah carmichael did you Ugh. see his opening monologue i did not see the opening monologue but he made a comment about whitney right i don't i don't know about that i the clip that i saw about his opening monologue i need y'all to go back and watch it because if you want to see a room full of white people very uncomfortable oh Oh, he real? his like I don't know I can't remember if it was his first it was it was at least within his first five lines like first five sentences he says well the reason I'm here is because I'm black oh J- I'm I'm not paraphrasing he literally says the reason why I'm here is because I'm black and then he goes into like how until George Floyd died he I'm some of this I'm paraphrasing but I'm getting pretty accurate oh wow until George Floyd died there was not a black person on the what is it the Hollywood something association no black person sat on this association until George Floyd died he says this in his opening monologue and you want to talk about a room full of white people who are uncomfortable they was nervous they should be you and that's a problem like this, this, his opening monologue was the true flip through dictionary, look up nervous laughter, push play. And it's gone. It was like, this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. And it was one of those things where like, you know, black people, you'd be laughing and you'd be like, what the fuck is funny? And he's, he's telling, telling the, the truth. truth. Yeah. Damn. Mm-hmm. And the fact that he's black, a comedian, he's also queer. I didn't know that. Bisexual. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Kudos to him. And he came out like after his Carmichael show. Oh. And made those comments and oh, stated. Oh, then I like him even So I was like, the nigga had on a pink fluorescent iridescent suit on. You can take, no, I'm messing with you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Mm. Real niggas wear pink. Yeah. Iridescent suits. Yeah. Mm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, oh, wow. I got to watch it. Yeah, his opening monologue, I said. You know, like, the, the, the first thought that came to mind when it happened, you know when you be in church and the pastor say something? And it and, and it get real quiet in the church. Yep, cause them niggas don't be agreeing. 
like the, the pastor literally say something you'd be like it's Mm-mm. real quiet in here yeah. that's how it was and i'm the type of church member you say something and i feel offended uh. i'm grabbing all my shit and i'm making noise <laughs> <laughs> I'm bye. He's I don't even I, he said something in and Auntie Cheryl, Shirley Ralph. He yes. said something in the camera pan to her and she had the <gasps> face. Like Yo. Cause you know that generation, they still believe in respectability politics and you gotta act a certain way around white people. Not yeah, no. Shirley Ralph, the way she talked about the Kardashian and her lips and her nose. Well maybe she had the stuck face la- uh, Damn. last night. So she they was did surprised. it. They yeah. did that. Yeah. Shout out to the Golden Globes. Yeah. Can we so is Angelina Angelina Jesus, Angela Bassett. Mm-hmm. Is she nominated for an Oscar? I don't know. For supporting actress? Usually, I think, she I think so. And you from what I if I from what I remember from award season, usually if you're nominated for a Golden Globe, you're yeah. nominated okay. for the Oscar. And majority of the time, if you won the Golden Globe, you win the Oscar. Majority okay. of the time. Now there have been, you know, whatever's where it's not always the case, but majority of the time. Okay. That's how it happens. All right. Well, I'm I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm so excited for Angela. I know. Did you see her son do that joke? And then he had to apologize. Did you see the apology video? He got his ass <laughs> beat. <laughs> that scene, that video looks so familiar. It took me back <laughs> to November 17, 2002. I did something I wasn't supposed to do, and I had to apologize. But it was after I got it, da da da, right? Uh-huh. So it was, I just wanted to say to Michael B. Jordan, like his whole face was like red. It was he he she she. It was immediately after, like immediately. I feel like after. Angela popped him and then passed it off to Courtney. Yeah. They tag team that yeah. ass. Uh-huh. And it was like, now, now wipe your nose and get on the camera. Right. Apologize. Because <laughs> cause you have to think, why would you say that? I don't it, care if it's a trend. Listen. She had to deal with the loss of Chadwick. And then you want to drop. Not Killmonger. Girl. It's fine. Ass. Listen. Mm. But, um. <laughs> yeah, girl. I saw the video. I said, oh. It, it was something, wasn't it? Yeah. It was really something. These kids, I, I mean, all the generations, but I can't say, what, what's up, I was going to say what's after Gen Z. I know they call them alpha. It's like alpha, generation alpha, or alpha, I'm pretty sure it's generation alpha. These kids are weird. I know these are not the kids that Whitney sang about. We are. No, no, no. We are. Because this future is fucked. Yeah. The, milli- <laughs> the millennials and the first half of Gen Z. Oh, no. Some of y'all weird. Yeah, I'm not even gonna lie. I, I saw a video on TikTok about this girl who was saying like how many countries have made spanking children illegal because battery to an adult is illegal. So why wouldn't battery to a child be illegal? And there were kids in her comments who were talking to her like she was their peer. Really? Yeah, teenagers, teenagers, kids. You stupid bitch. What? Some, these kids are weird. They're weird. They all gotta go. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, they gotta throw the future away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At that point, yeah, throw the motherfucking future away. Yeah, because it's been an eventful like week of yeah. just stuff. Yeah, a lot happened. A lot has happened. <sighs> I am gonna read Spare though. Um, tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep y'all posted. Tell me about it. I don't. Mm. Okay. I'm here for the fight though. I'll, oh, yeah. I'm going to let you know about that. Oh, I want to see somebody get fucked up. Yeah. I also didn't realize that the age... I mean, I knew that Megan was... 
older than Harry. But I didn't realize that the age gap between Megan and Kate is not that far off. Baby, Kate looked like she done been through some stuff. She looked like spoiled milk. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. Sorry to my friends that are not melanated. <laughs> well, <laughs> since we're here, speaking of people who are not melanated, I went to the went to the stores. I had to multiples with S because I had to go to multiples of them. You know the thing with the Mayel Ro- Rosemary Mint? Why y'all buying that shit? It ain't for y'all. Not only why, let me tell y'all, not only why are y'all buying it, it's not for y'all. If you gonna buy it and y'all gonna be on, here we go back to com- comments on social media. If you're going to buy it, stand 10 toes down when you're in the store getting it. So I was in Ulta this week mm. looking for this oil because I'm back to wearing my hair curly. Yes. It's my oil. Been using it, right? Yeah. Can't find it. I'm in Ulta. I'm like literally like backtracking on my way home. Like, let's go to all this. Let's make all the stops between where I'm at now and before I get to my house that I know might possibly have this oil. Every place is sold out. Get to Ulta. I'm walking through the aisles because some Ulta sell my oil, some don't. So I'm walking through the aisles. I get to the aisle that has pattern, Shea Moisture, all the girls, right? Yeah. All of us. We was in there. There's a white girl on this aisle. What's she doing? Now, in general, whether I'm in Walmart, Target, Ulta, whenever I see a white person in the aisles, my immediate response is, what are you doing over here? She got mixed kids. That's And then I have to <laughs> I have to give Grace. I'm like, maybe she got mixed kids. You know, they like the chocolate. Yeah. But but her presence, she didn't give. She had mixed babies at home. Because oh. the minute I hit the aisle, she got very uncomfortable. You could see, like, in her. She tensed up. Yeah, she like tensed up. Like, you about to steal. She you was about like. take her purse, wasn't she? Yeah. <laughs> to be honest with you, I clutched my own purse. Because <laughs> y'all steal, too. That part. Um, I make white folks real uncomfortable. I love doing it. Favorite favorite hobby. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> um, so she like tensed up. Now she's giving me the side eye and like she's looking all confused. And I'm like, I look at the, the shelf. The shelf is empty. And not just empty of like oil, empty of all stuff. And don't get me wrong, like Shea Moisture used to be that girl. Once they sold and now they're not owned by black people, they're not that girl anymore. That's what's going to happen to Maya. Let's hope that she takes the Teflar approach. Remember when Beyonce yes. had the Teflar bag and the owner of Teflar was like, don't worry, the price not going up. Yes. I need I need Mael to have the same approach. The ingredients ain't changing. It's not changing. The only, If anything, the only reason the price is going up is because... The white folks got it. No, inflation. Oh, that part. I, I would... Yeah. We are in a recession. Yeah. Don't let nobody else tell you no different. Yeah, supply and demand. Um, but she just really looked uncomfortable. And then she just grabbed the first thing that she saw and scurried away. And I'm like, if y'all going to be in the comments telling us that y'all can use whatever and do, buy it with confidence. For real. She didn't have to scurry away like a little rat. Yeah. She could have sat there and read the back to make sure the ingredients are something that goes with her hair type. She could have, I'm pretty, you would have answered questions if she would have said, excuse asked. me, little chocolate mama. Yeah. Um, what is this called? Mm-hmm. And you would have assisted her. I mean, 1,800 hours of beauty school. That kinda... part. You weren't a dropout. Uh, you finished. I you finished. completed. Yeah. Nope. You could do that thing with the curlers where they go. I clank, sure clank, clank, I clank, clank, Oh, baby, I'm a click master. <laughs> Shout out to Miss Hassel. That yeah. part. Uh-huh. I remember that one time I thought she was going to burn my ear. But you never did. No. Never mm-hmm. did. <laughs> I ended up finding it, though. I had to go to a different Sally's. But I found it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Wow. I'm not going to tell y'all which Sally's because. They still had some left. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because, again, 
with them selling to PG, we have to make sure that get your product while you can with the ingredients that you need in it. You know what? I just need Mally said that I might go back to Sally's and stock. You you just have to because you never know. Mm-hmm. You never know. You might it might be one thing in the meeting and she might stay tough in that boardroom, but they'll be like, "Hey, the cost is cheaper here." Because I saw it happen with Honey Pot. The cost is cheaper here for us you to do certain ingredients. Yeah. Now that you say that. Now everybody got busy again. <laughs> I'm kidding. I hope. But, <laughs> I hope. <laughs> but when Honey Pot changed their ingredients, a lot of people had to stop because, yeah. again, your body had got so used to using, whether it was the wash, the wipes, whatever. Once those ingredients changed, the cookie was like, hold up now. Wait a minute. And then now you have a PG brand that is now catering towards more ethnic damn damn you know what damn. I'm saying? okay florida evan <laughs> can you believe that nigga james was what 35 when he was on good times 35 <laughs> the way you yell 35 <laughs> sorry y'all <laughs> <laughs> it startled me so bad. We 40 minutes in. Y'all might want to turn your headphones down. For real. Because we haven't even got into the topic. Mm-mm. But yeah, that nigga was, that nigga was, shit, I'm 35. <laughs> and I don't look that bad. I, psh, I tell people all the time I'm 15. Good times, good times is on my list with Love and Basketball. But now that you say this, I might have to go back and watch an episode. Because they can never get out the hood. Every time. Every time. Lottery ticket. Something. They could never. Yo. When they tried to get out the hood, when Thelma was getting married, and then the nigga tripped. <laughs> and that's the other thing. It would be these, like, weird, ra- random uh, luck of the draw. Like, what? You mean to tell me James didn't die at work? And you of ain't getting no places? You ain't getting no workman's comp, no insurance money, no settlement money, and y'all still on the same projects? Let's, at settlement money at least, because a nigga died here and we don't want it in the news. The fact that it was, y'all had a two bedroom and one bath for the longest, had your oldest in the living room with, with your son, that's, mm-mm. Good times. Yeah, it wasn't nothing good about that. You didn't like good times? They could just never get out. Look, I'm at the point now where like, don't get me wrong, there's the classics are the classics, we have our classics or whatever, yes. but I want to see like. Elevation. So it's what's fun. Yes, Elevation. But but prior to the show that I'm about to mention coming out, I used to say this all the time. Mm-hmm. And then it happened. And I was like, oh, I used to say all the time, I want to see niggas on dragons. And then House of Dragon came and I was like, yes. They was on there. They, is it, ha- I always, is it House of Dragons or is it the House of Dragon? I think the show is House of Dragons, but they are the house of dragons because there's other oh, houses oh, okay because yeah. i was yeah them niggas they're on dragons. When she said i want a proper death and she walked her ass out there because the baby spoiler alert and she stood there and she said Jacatis. Mm-hmm. <gasps> i said damn yeah. uh-huh. that was yeah. beautiful but yeah no i'm that's where i'm at when it comes to like me i'm just tired of the same and i saw here we are again with TikTok. I saw this writer. I don't know what she, she didn't mention what show she was talking about, but she was talking about the Best Man series. Oh. And she said she enjoyed it. 
Mm-hmm. But her, she's like overall really good, and she's written scripts, and she sold a show yeah. to HBO. And all. She's she has the backing to make this right. this uh, observation. She said basically she's tired of black entertainment being the ones to address all the social issues. These people mm. are nearly nearly fifty years old in the show, right? And we don't see how they've grown, how they've progressed. Jordan still can't find a man. Apparently, one of the children is binary, and it's we're the adults are talking about it, but we're not going to look at how it's affecting his other three kids like what's happening mm. in that how are these people progressing right right so i'm at a point now when it comes to media like like i said i want to see niggas on dragons i want to see niggas in space like hey hence why you a trekkie yeah okay that makes sense mm-hmm. i just like regular niggas doing regular shit <laughs> same too I mean, can we just like yeah. seinfeld was and she's the girl that says this in the tiktok sign show seinfeld was literally the show about nothing yeah can we have a Seinfeld? What would it be called? I don't know. Ingolstadt. Seinfeld wasn't a street. Oh, <laughs> it was not. Uh, well, I guess it won't be called Ingolstadt. <laughs> yeah, I know. We do need we do need that for mm-hmm. us. I mean, I I can honestly say Martin tried, but mm. in some aspects they also Same. tackled every social thing issue. Like, can we just George Lopez? They don't talk about what. No, nothing. Even that '70s show, a lot happened in the '70s, and they didn't tackle every social issue. All they did was kick it in that basement, uh-huh. in the backyard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we need more stuff like that. Mm-hmm. That's why Insecure, hey, <laughs> was necessary. Shout out to Hooray Media. Yeah. Yeah. Insecure was necessary. Hey, Eason. and now we are sitting full on secure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. But um, so. speaking of that, it's, this is I like I like how you said that. I did. I ain't do that on purpose. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I ain't shit still. <laughs> girl, what's up with that? Who? I got a question. Yeah, girl. What kind of friend are you? You know, when I think about when I look back over the years of my life. Hey. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I would say I am. Um, a solid friend. Mm-hmm. I'm a loyal person, mm-hmm. but I'm also a long-term friend. I maintain friendships. So I I'm going to be if I'm your rider in kindergarten, I'm still going to be your rider today. I I have lifelong friends. Yeah. And I'm solid with it. Yeah. So I changed the language because I'm also the only child that my mother has. Okay. So I am a friend that becomes a sister mm-hmm. because most of my friends they are sit they have siblings but their siblings are males oh. so i think that speaks to the type of friend that i am because girl we can talk about any and everything yeah you know there have been times where my friends have had to tell me like girl you're a little bit too honest okay i don't want to tell you certain things i you know i have to pull back mm-hmm. but i'm i'm still always gonna be that same person 10 dollars down okay yeah Okay, that's valid. I can attest to that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, once you my friend, that's it. It ain't nothing like it. I'm going to cheerlead for you. I'm going to make sure you all right. I'm going to pray for you, keep you in my prayers. You know what I'm saying? I'm just that type of girl. Right. Yeah. Okay. I can respect that. So would you say, so I I found an article. Actually, I found two articles. Huffington Post and Psychology Today. Huffington Post says there's 10 types of friends. Mm-hmm. that we all have you know the work friend like you mentioned the friend that you meet in kindergarten yes high school friend long distance friends um the gay friend 
I'm not the gay one. Yeah. <laughs> Strictly dickly. <laughs> the neighbor friend. I've never had a neighbor friend. You know what? I have once, but then it got weird. The closest thing I've ever had to a neighbor friend, I used to live in this apartment many moons ago, and they weren't necessarily friends. It was a older, older, when I say older couple, I mean older than me. Right. I was in my 20s. They could have very well been on the later end of their 30s, maybe 40s, okay. early 40s. But there was a it was a couple, black couple, and the girlfriend, wife, whatever, I don't know what their status was. She, from the moment I moved in, very quickly noticed that I was a black girl who lived by herself. Mm-hmm. And she immediately, like, took me under her wing. What you need. Yeah, what mm-hmm. you need. If I had packages delivered, she would, if she was home, she would take it in for me. And when I would get home, she'd be like, oh, yeah. I, I got your package for you. Um, to the point where, like, I had went out of town at one point and I, like, said to him, like, hey, I'm going to be out of town. She's like, okay, don't worry, I'll watch your apartment. Um, I think at one point we had somebody, like, in the, like, I don't know how they were getting into the complex, but like getting into the complex and like breaking into people's cars and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so she like was like, Oh, my husband leaves. Her husband was a nurse or husband, boyfriend, whatever was a nurse. And so he had, you know, crazy hours. So he would leave like really, really early in the morning. Uh-huh. And, um, at the time I was still working at, in the nightclubs. Mm-hmm. And so by the times that I was coming home from work, usually around the time that he was leaving for work. And one night I, um, stayed out after work so i came home later i came home when the sun came up i'm not about to be. <laughs> the sun beat me home y'all oh Back man in, you know i was out i was out there you was living life uh-huh. as you should but i'm saying that because i came home later than i normally would to the point where he had already gone mm-hmm. to work so by the time i came home i'm like putting i'm also drunk so i'm sure str- i'm gonna say putting the keys in the door i'm struggling to put the keys in the door and I'm putting the keys in the door. She like opens the, she opens her front door. She's like, oh, thank goodness you're home. I thought something happened to you. And so oh, that's the closest that I've ever had to a neighbor that's friend. That's sweet. So it's really like auntie. That, that really is. Yeah. And my neighbor friend, similar situation, but also like, no, I don't want you all up in my mix. Mm-hmm. I don't want you staring and seeing when I come and go. I don't want to watch your kids. See, I'm too nice. <laughs> Listen, are you watch one? There's this, there's this. Okay, y'all, y'all know me. I love entertainment. That's mm-hmm. what y'all came for. Um, there's this movie on Amazon Prime called The Voyeurs, Voyeurs or The Voyeurs, and it's about this couple with neighbors. And that's all I'm gonna tell y'all. And they be watching them. That's let me t- and let me also just to give y'all <laughs> just to give push y'all over the cliff to watch it. The the twist. That happens in the movie. Uh-huh. There's a legit twist. I'm not going to tell y'all what it is. There's a legit twist that happens and you're going to be watching like, oh, this is the twist. Like, because we know how plots of movies go, right? Yes. That twist is not the twist. There's a, there's like two more. Like, this movie is wild. Okay. But it'll okay. change your mind about making friends with your neighbors. See, and in my neighborhood now, I don't know. Not, well, I do know one of my neighbors because he does my lawn. <laughs> but... <laughs> <laughs> And I don't speak the Spanish. Uh, listen. <laughs> but he, he, he come faithfully. Hola, bijeñaza, la, la, la. I be like, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that. There you go. Do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah, now I'm not big on neighbor friends. I can understand that. Yeah. So they also talk about the friend through marriage, the sister-in-law friend. So my brother, I have an older brother. Uh-huh. His baby mama and his wife. What? 
They're, they're two separate people. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> How you finesse that? Like, you both they friends? I'm not, actually. Mm. Neither one of them. Um, I have been told by both of them that I like my brother. What? Yeah. Like, like, like. Okay. Not like he's my brother. Like, like my man. Okay. Yeah. That's so I don't nasty. have sister-in-law friends. You know what? I am close to my brother-in-law. Um, I I tell him I'm his favorite um sister-in-law, and he'd be like Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love me some Byron because he be adding s's to my name. Oh, he be high as a kite. That's and, creative. Yeah, he, I would have never. Virginia. Where he from? Texas. Okay. <laughs> he be like yo. I'm talking about something magical. Does shrimp have a K in it? Does shrimp have a K in it? When he no. says it. No, it does not. Oh, okay. But he did say some shit like Wakanda is a real place. Um, does he think Agrabah is real too? Yes. So okay. there's some issues there, but <laughs> he is my friend. <laughs> like, I have this thing. I give him a bunny. He drives around with it in his truck. <laughs> Oh. Yeah. Okay. Like my older sister, her husband. He holds everybody down. He holds all the sisters down. I will I will get, give that to Byron. Okay. <laughs> so, but I've never had the pleasure of having a sister-in-law friend. I don't think I would like that. I mean. I don't talk I to my try. brothers. <laughs> I, I, like I said, I try. When it comes to me and what type of friend I am, I, a lot of the things that you said, I'm the cheerleader friend. I'm the mm-hmm. lawyer, loyal friend. I'm the friend that's going to show up for you. Um, I'm the friend that's going to celebrate you. Mm-hmm. I have a really, I'm very, I'm a very observant person. Yeah. Um, and I remember things. So if we happen to be in the mall in February and you're like, oh, I've never had a pair of yellow chucks. When June comes around and you open your birthday gift, nine and a half times out of 10, it's, it's going to be yellow chucks. chucks. Yeah. And those are the things that I think make good friendships. Most definitely. Um, however, comma, <laughs> I can wholeheartedly say that I have not gotten it in return. And that's problematic. Yeah. Because if I'm, if I'm giving you something, if I'm showing you how I would like to be treated as a friend, because we have to start realizing that we have to cater to our relationships. Mm-hmm. Friendships are the same way. Yeah. If you're not doing the same thing that I'm doing for you, like, are you really my friend? That's... Are you really going to give me a kidney? Hmm. And listen, at this point, um, what's the, I can never remember her name, but she was on Grownish. The Latina girl on Grownish. Oh, I can't think of her name. Uh, ah, it slips me. She's friends in real life with uh, Selena Gomez. Did she do the... She gave her a kidney. Oh, this is going to bother me, her name. But yes. Yes. I do remember that. She gave her a kidney. See? Well, I know KK would give me a kidney. Thank you, KK. (laughs) (laughs) Because we talk about it often. But to be honest, I'm really going to need to live at this rate. (laughs) Okay. I mean, if we're being honest, most of my friends would need... A liver, like I would be the one to have to give them just the a little piece because it'll grow. Yeah, it grows. Put a little good. water on it. <laughs> <laughs> that but that's the thing. Like as as an adult, now that we are fuck, halfway through our thirties, <laughs> um, 
as an adult, do you think it's hard to make new friends? I, I think it depends on the part. For me, it has been. Okay. Um, And it, again, here we are halfway through the 30s things that we've learned. You know the quote Medea says, you have friends for a reason, a season, or a lifetime, right? Yes. As I have, so th- that's number one. Number two, going back to what we said about Harry, in his interview on The Late Show, he says that the minute he started going to therapy, he realized that him and his family were speaking a different language. And Mm. he's relating it to his family. But that instantly became my whole life. Mm. The minute I started going to therapy, the minute I started reading certain books, like I remember the before I started going to therapy, the first book that I read that like changed my perspective on a lot of things. And uh, the author, um, some people have what they, you know, want to say about him. Um, So whatever. But the first book that I read um, it's called Woman Up mm. by Michael Bazden. Okay. So people have what they want to say about Michael I Bazden like Michael Bazden. Yeah. But I read that book and it talks about how basically like a lot of women, they put the accountability on men as to how they're being treated and da, 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 mm-hmm. da, instead of putting the accountability on you. Yeah. If he says he's going to call you back at five o'clock and he don't call you back at five o'clock. You done. Right. <laughs> so that was like the first book that I read. And so then with my friends, now they're talking about talking to me about the people that they're dating and he's doing this and da, da, da. And then I started asking the questions. Yeah, the tough questions. The stuff that makes sense. Or mm-hmm. like the one, until this day, drives me nuts. When I have friends who are like, I'm mad at my man. Okay, well, what did he do? And they tell you what he did. Well, did you talk to him? No. Why, dummy? So you're giving him a silent treatment. Yeah. So. So how is he supposed to know what What's he did? What's wrong? Well, he should just know. Hmm. So things like that started to happen. And once I started going to therapy and reading the books and doing yeah. the work, I started speaking a different language. Makes sense. So going back to what you said about giving, getting back what you're giving. Right. I was giving something different that and people it weren't. wasn't reciprocated. Yeah. And people weren't in a space to give it to me. So now that I'm an adult. It is harder to make friends for me because mm-hmm. I am in a place where a lot of people aren't. Because mm, you are a whole person. Yeah. You're not a piece of a person. Right. And it doesn't, I'm not saying it from a place of like, oh, I think I'm better than anyone. It's just I've, a, a, I've elevated. Yeah. I've attacked some of those demons. I've let go of some of those hurts. I've, I've taken accountability in the places where I yes, fucked up. As we should as adults. Yeah. And I wasn't, I wasn't scared to peek behind the curtain. I wasn't scared to look at, look under the other underbelly. Yeah. Oh, this is ugly under here. Right. Cause we have to do the work. Yeah. So for me, yes. Fr- making friends as an adult has been hard. I was just thinking about this. I'm like, I have my, my best friend T mm-hmm. and Oh yeah. Well, you want to be my friend? Sure. Okay, cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like I don't like like pick up the phone. Who would like if a crisis happened? I know she gonna get on the first thing smoking. Right. Yeah. And I think it's it's hard to not just make friends but maintain them as well. Yeah. Like you said, it's are we checking on our friends? Are we communicating with them? Because that could have been really easily resolved with a conversation. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Before you ask me out, sis, like, talk to me. Yeah. Ask me why I've changed. Yeah. Ask me why I had to deal with some of those demons. Because I had to be a friend with your ass. Just, sorry, just kidding. <laughs> but no, really. Yeah. And even in that, like, even that relationship, I went through something 
really hard and traumatic a few years ago, and I lashed out at her. Mm. And we didn't talk for a while. Yeah. But going back to taking accountability, I had to be the one to say, Shahrazad, what the hell are you doing? Right. Like, full name. You had to, you had to look in the mirror and see yeah. your tether on the other side smiling. Yeah. <laughs> Here you go with us. But I'm just saying, you had to. Yeah. And I think a lot of a lot of folks, unfortunately, aren't willing to do the work. Oh, no. It's, it's easy to like a post. Oh, yeah. It's easy to see a quote and be like, oh, I like that. I'm going to repost that. But are you actually doing the work? Shame paralyzes people. Mm. Shame will paralyze people. Because once, it, and here's the thing. A lot of people aren't unaware of their bad behavior. Mm-hmm. They know what they did. It's being shameful of it that prevents them from then taking accountability and saying, I was wrong. And not them half-assed, well, I'm sorry if whatever I did made you feel some type of way. Right. You have to have some hard conversations with some folks. Yeah. I remember at one point, like, uh, a lot of things happened at brunch. But, like, <laughs> once, once them uh, boneless mimosas get to me, I don't hey. know what it is. I just get a crying spirit. <laughs> I just. Are you a, you're a drunk crier? Shut up. Sometimes. I am. Listen, for me, it's, it, well, it hasn't always been this one. The second one is very new. But for sure, if I'm drunk, it's dance fever. Like, what? Y'all, they don't, like, I, and I say this as they being, like, my sisters and my family. That's where the, the like, when you see my birthday hashtags, where Shayante came from, it's because when I get drunk. Oh. You just bust a move. Uh-huh. See, and I'm I'm more of a, <laughs> I remember crying in a strip club. <laughs> Hell, there's wings there. Yo. It was ah, it was '98. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it was 2013. My vodka folks know. I don't know why we was at. Oh, that's the problem. We was at the Dirty vodka. Mino. Um, it was the mail review, and for some reason, we was we just had a moment, just in the hall, just crying. <laughs> so the people who know me in real life, <sighs> the place that she just brought up. Mm-hmm. I know every single one of y'all just stop for a minute. Hey, Batman. Hey, money. Look, we could, we could. Hey, hot chocolate. Like, <laughs> and then, and then, and then she said his name. Wow, <laughs> I'm not gonna tell y'all which one. If you don't know, you <laughs> won't know. <laughs> but um, oh, I forgot about that connection. Uh huh. Are you still dancing? You my private dancer. <laughs> but yeah, I am the friend that will cry. Like when I get emotional, and I get full. I just be so joyful. Okay, so see, so then the second one of that, like when I get drunk, I'm if I'm drunk, I'm calling my man. But mm. in that, I do get joyful because we'll talk about this when the relationship episode comes up. But like, I just can't believe how much you love me. You're so good. <laughs> <laughs> you treat me so good. And I'm gonna be honest, it happens when I'm not drunk, y'all. I literally just text that man that the other day. You treat just, me so well. He at this point, like he just shakes his head and he's like, "Okay, what is his daddy single?" Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not building up my roster yet. Hot girl somewhere on the way. <laughs> right now it is fat girl fall. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, Ooh. man. But I think a big thing, adult friend, look, as I'm trying to get serious, mm-hmm. back on track. Okay. Adult friendships are not only hard, but we only have 24 hours in the day. So the majority of the day, if we are employed, which you should be if you paying bills, 
Um, you're spending a lot of time with folks at work. Yes. So your work friends or your work acquaintances, mm-hmm. <laughs> that relationship is really important. So I wholeheartedly agree. Now, um, going back to people who know me in real life, mm-hmm. I know a lot of y'all have been waiting for this story. So we just going to do it right now. Let's do it. I'm so glad I segue into it. What happened at Dre's? Damn. You want to take the shot now? <laughs> let's open let's, our communion. Okay. Let's let's open our uh, what is it? Uh, communion tab. Okay. We have some buttery nipples. Mm. Thank you. Um, who introduced me to buttery nipples again? Oh, Kayla J. Thank you, girl. Hey, girl. Hey. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's liquor. Oh. Oh, that was strong. Ooh. It was milky. Mm-hmm. All right. My nipples hard. <laughs> <laughs> Um, damn. Okay. So you said those, you spend a lot of your time at work. Yes. Um, for those who don't know, I used to work at Dre's. Mm-hmm. I, was, I was your body double. I worked there too. Mm-hmm. I was one of the dancers, which meant we had rehearsals and things of that nature. The time frame of me working at Dre's was also when I started doing my work, mm-hmm. my shadow work, mm-hmm. my healing. Yes. That's when therapy started. So... When you work in the entertainment industry, this is no secret. So this part of it is nothing new to anyone. It is very, it's a very vanity based industry. Mm-hmm. Looks, aesthetic, along with a lot of ass kissing. Mm. Who you, it's not, it's not who you know. I mean, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Mm. Um, I'm going to also add, editor's note, confidence is the best piece of makeup you can own. Mm. That part. The runner up, and actually they probably battle back and forth for first and second place, is knowing who you are. That's big. So at a time where I was learning who I was, Mm -hmm. becoming confident, shedding a lot of my toxic behavior, while simultaneously being in an environment around women who are vanity driven, very insecure. Um, and unsure of themselves. Mm-hmm. That is where I heard for the, I mean, I heard it all through high school and things like that because I, for the most part, have always been, I've always been aware of who I am. I right. mean, I've always been confident all the time, right. but I've always known who I am. Yeah. Um, and who's, amen. Amen. Mm-hmm. Um, so at a time where I was doing all the healing and all the work and all that, and I'm in an environment where a lot of people aren't doing that healing and aren't doing that work, mm. that's when I became conceited. That's when I became stuck up. That's when I th- I thought, people telling me what I think, I thought that I was better than everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, simple little things as like, for example, I had one of the girls who I used to work with who told me years later, one day I said, I, what I said to her was, she wanted to know the name of a song. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, why don't you just ask Siri to do it? I said it oh. just like that. Why don't you ask Siri to do it? That's what Siri's for. Right. When Apple dropped Siri, that was the whole, you can ask her to do anything. Yeah. So she wanted to know the name of the song. I said, well, why don't you ask Siri to do it? I said that. And for three and a half months, this girl did not talk to me after that moment. Huh. Only for me to later find out. She told me afterwards, she and and unfortunately for her, went through a very uh, emotionally abusive and draining relationship. 
mm-hmm. that required her to do the work, mm. come, came to me and apologized, only to tell me I took offense to you telling me to do Siri to do it because I felt like you were talking to me like I was stupid when the reality was I was dealing with so much from my other relationship that I just needed someone to take it out. Little things like that happen huh. consistently. And she didn't talk to you for how long? Three months. 90 days? Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. Over me telling you to use Siri. Mm. That's and petty. Little stuff like that used to happen all the time. Um, getting iced out of conversations, getting left out of the room. I'll even go so far as to say that people who were in charge, you know, when I would make a very obvious, like I said, I'm a very observant person, right? Right. So a lot of the times when you like, if I say the sky is blue, why are you offended that I'm saying the sky is blue? The sky's blue. It been blue. For real. It was a pretty pink color today. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's true. But like little things like that, where I'm pointing out very obvious Anybody, and, and that's the other thing. If someone else says it, then it's not a problem. If someone else says it, they're not getting taken off the schedule. If someone else brings it up, they're not being dropped out of the group chat. And let me tell you right now, work or not, if I am in a group chat and I say something and nobody responds to me, and I say something else and nobody responds to me, I will leave the group chat. Yeah. I'm Y'all not going talking to, to me. You, you're not talking to me. And that lets me know. And that was one of the, that, that situation and me being in the nightlife and well, not nightlife, but that particular club, that was the first time. And what like got the ball rolling of me immediately acknowledging when I am in a space where I am making, well, I, I, well, I won't say we're, I don't know if it's a, it's like a balance of like, you're uncomfortable, I'm uncomfortable. I don't want to be in any place where I'm uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And that's really what it is. If I'm uncomfortable, if I feel like I'm not wanted and all of that, I don't care if you're uncomfortable. I don't care. Like I can no longer apologize for people, the way people's insecurities view me. Right. So that was the first like situation where I realized, oh baby, you don't have work friends. Mm. There's no such thing. And it's it saddens because that just doesn't happen in the industry. That happens in corporate America. Yeah. The everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. yeah. If you're a confident person and it when you know who you are and you know what you're doing, it's gonna be a problem for the ones that are struggling. Mm-hmm. You know? Ooh. Oh man, where's she at? <laughs> Listen. I wanna fight. Listen. Because um, none of that, none of that was on you because you were doing the work. Yeah. And and that's the other thing. So you and in, in you saying that it took me a really long time to be okay with it. To be okay with it. It took me, I, I going back to therapy. Where them hoes at now? <laughs> oh, we going to talk about that off of air. Oh, okay. They don't mess. Because <laughs> let me also tell you this. One, and this is. I've obviously seen it firsthand in my mm-hmm. life, but I've also seen it in the lives of other people, not just women, but mostly women who are confident in who they are and aware of who they are. The way karma spins the block. <laughs> that bitch don't play. At all. And she don't forget. She don't forget, especially when you a king's kid. Cause she, they ain't fair. She real patient. Yeah. Cause it's a virtue. See, she real and like to the point where you're like, oh, you think you got away with it? <laughs> Watch, it's gonna bite you in the ass, fast, hard. And that's the thing. It's like I spend most of my time with you, but now I realize who you really are. You are a coworker, 
Mm-hmm. I work with you during this time. Mm-hmm. And that's it. I remember at a totally different job. After I got my associates, I went into my field. Mm-hmm. And I remember two two things. I'm going to tell you the one thing and then who this, this type of person, where it came from. Ironically, her name was Karen. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Shout out to the Karens around the world. And she, like everyone in the office was talking about like their husbands and their kids and their blah, blah, blah. And by this time, I had already, you know, gone through Dre's, healed through Dre's, healed through some other stuff. Right. Um, And everyone would talk about their partners and their lives and all this stuff. And I just, I kept it very dry, intentionally. Mm. To make the rest of a long story short, she went to my boss because I didn't share my personal life. And I think there's a problem with people that feel it necessary, especially in a work environment, to share their personal business. Yeah. We are not friends, Karen. No. We don't kick it, Karen. Yeah. I don't see you at the par cheesy, Karen. Yeah. Why must you know what I do when I'm off the clock? Yeah. Like, well, she doesn't have any pictures on her desk of her family or her... Ne- uh, bitch, mind your business. Yeah. So... Because how do you explain, for me, example, if I got a picture of my family and I'm switching out the nigga picture every other day? Yeah. <laughs> it's his day. It's his day. Yeah. Like, girl. Uh-huh. Business. Now, aside from her name being her name, because, you know, I don't want to judge a book by its cover. She doubled down on the name. <laughs> and um, I'm sure my best friend's listening to this because she remembers, she remembers the day I sent her this text message. She, um... For the, I mean, I'm not shy about my name. We know my name is Shahrazad. I it took me a while to learn to love my la- to love my name. The wine's kicking in, y'all. To love <laughs> to love my name, and now I stand wholeheartedly in that. If you didn't meet me as my nickname, mm-hmm. you don't get to call me my nickname. And I think that's a big thing yeah. because even though you're going by Shay mm-hmm. when you're doing Taylor Tresses. Mm-hmm. I felt the need to call, to call you by your uh-huh. Shahrazad because it it's beautiful. Yeah. It's a lot of letters in the it name. Is. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. <laughs> but I love it. Mm-hmm. And the meaning is powerful, too. Oh, you picked the perfect thing to end on. So the meaning. <laughs> this woman. I think this, I think it, I had to have, it had to be in my first week, like seven days. Because mm-hmm. I think when I, the week that I started was a holiday. So I didn't start on Monday. I think I started mm-hmm. on like Tuesday or Wednesday. So seven days. And it's not nothing new to me. Like, oh, my God, your name's so long. Can you call you something shorter? No. Um, so she comes to me to my desk. And that's the other thing. So she was the receptionist, which meant she was in the front. Yeah. My office was literally in the back of the building. So she had to find you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, co-worker. Uh, <laughs> comes to me and talks about how she, like, listens to these audiobooks and this is the book that she's listening to. And the book that she was listening to said my name in the book. Which is not uncommon. Um, for those of you who don't know who Shahrazad is, I'm going to give you the quick version. Shahrazad was a storyteller. She created the story of Aladdin. Yeah. I was the first Disney princess. Um, created the story <laughs> of Aladdin. <laughs> and like, No, nah, you was just in the song. <laughs> yeah. Created the story of Aladdin to, you know, keep yeah. her head, save her sister, save the town, X, Y, Z. That's the Cliff Notes version. Anyway. That being said, sometimes in novels and books, they mm-hmm. will say, like a sentence will say, like, she told a story Shahrazad style. Mm-hmm. 
So this book that she was reading, don't know the title of the book, but somehow my name was in the book. I really think she went to intentionally find a book that had my name in it, but that's neither here nor there. Comes to me. <laughs> I'm laughing because I know that my best friend's listening to this and she's probably laughing already because she knows what's about to, what I'm about to say. Um, comes to me and says, oh, I was reading this book and your name was in it. And like, it like, I like looked it up and it talks about like how strong of a person she is. Pause. Editor's note. My name is Arabic. Let's mm-hmm. just, I have to, I have to throw that in there because what I'm about to say next, y'all about to flip the table over. So she talks about how strong she is. And I was like, oh yeah, that's like my coworker. Your name is so strong. Like Harriet Tubman. What? <laughs> I don't like that. Are you serious? She did that? I'm very, very serious. Wow. Very serious. Don't trust your coworkers. And I, so <laughs> going back to what I said about like Shirley Roth and like respectability politics and all that, that was probably the first, like first real time in my life where like I heard my, my great grandma, cause she was alive in my life. My great grandma, my grandma, my mama, all three of them was like, shut the hell up. Mm. Mm. Had to pull it back. I was literally like freeze, you know, freeze say, you tell you, yes. I was literally, fr- I, I like, but on the inside, like hot, like had to walk. I had to look like, I gotta, I gotta, and we used to, the office complex that we were in, um, all like everybody that was in all the different offices, you would see like people like, you know, on their lunch break, taking a walk or even on a break time. Cause you know, we sit in front of the computer. Oh, I gotta take a break. Yeah. I literally had to get up and walk out of the office. Cause oh, I could wow. like Harriet Tubman. That's what you gonna compare me to? Ho. But it's because like that was her first line of like, oh, here's a here's the only black person that I know. So now you Harriet. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I know Harriet's history and she's a great woman. I'm a great woman. I don't see the similarities. There's there's no similarities. Harriet Tubman was slapping babies. (laughs) I'm so sorry. (laughs) I forgot you had took a sip. Harriet Tubman was legit smacking babies because they was crying as she was walking to freedom. Listen, Shut the fuck up. Listen, I said, I, y'all can find the, t- you can go on my TikTok and find it. I'm going to tell you which one it is. But I have said it before. There's some of y'all who Harriet wouldn't let y'all come with. That part. And if you did, if you were, if you were clever enough to trick her to get to, to, to get out. She would have left your ass. At some point she would have shot you. <laughs> Harriet was slapping babies and passing out. She had time for all that shit. No. Oh man. But yeah, no. Shout out to Karen. No, no coworker friends. No coworker friends. Yeah, that was well, my. I think it's okay sometimes if your coworkers, if you and your coworkers match. Yeah, I mean, like, don't get me wrong. Work. Like, I have a, I have a coworker friend now, mm-hmm. but he's also a male. Do you do good with male friendships? I, so here's the thing. I do really great with male friendships now that I'm an adult. You don't sleep with them? No. <laughs> no. I don't. I do okay. not. Okay. Um, but that's also because now I'm an adult. Because <laughs> now you're an adult. Yeah. See, that's the thing. Okay. But it's also, so not only because I'm an adult. And when I say I'm an adult, I say it because when I was younger, I used to, so going back to like projection, mm-hmm. I used to succumb to the the projection that was placed on me of mm. who quote unquote who I am okay. of the idea that people had in their head about me. Oh. So I was labeled like stamped on my forehead, labeled sexy before I actually knew what sexy was. Oh my God. Like in high school. That is a, 
rough. Oh. Yeah. So you did not get a a comfortable high school experience if you were classified as sexy. Absolutely not. So they they objectified you and your body. I lost my virginity before I actually lost my virginity. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. According to high school rumor rumor mail. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Fuck y'all. Yeah. Y'all want to fight. Um and un- unfortunately at that such an impressionable age like I played into it. Why? Because when you're 15, 14, 15, 16, 17, I'm getting attention. Okay. And it's okay. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with being a late bloomer. Oh, and here we are, 34 in college. Yeah. 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 And there's nothing wrong with that. I And it's funny you say that because this morning I had that thought. Like, I am a true late bloomer. Like, once I shed everybody's projections, like, I've been told I'm selfish. I've been conceited, stuck up, mm-hmm. all the things. And the friends, it was like, like, they say, like, the onion and you peel it back. I there's li- so many layers. So many layers. I had to peel back all the things that everybody else said about me. And they to, put on you. Right. To get to me now, the Shayla of now, that's like, hey, let's do a podcast. Hey, like... I, yeah. I mean, I can also admit I succumbed to black girl boredom and decided to go to college in a pandemic. But um, but still. Yeah. I'm a late bloomer and I, I, I enjoy it now. And you're happy. Yeah. And I think that's what matters. It doesn't matter how long it takes. It's just as long as you in the race because it's just your race, boo. Right. I like I'm excited to see you in this space. And that's the thing that's a lot of people. If it's a class you're thinking about, if mm-hmm. take the step, yeah. As a friend, like they should be pushing you and making sure that you're doing what you're supposed to be doing and what makes you happy. Yeah, I can honestly say, like, it's a very short list, and I'm a pre, and I'm not saying it as a short list to be like, eh, it's so small. I'm appreciative of it of it being a short list of people who, when I in both directions. When I when the school school year starts and I get quiet and I'm not really on social media, mm-hmm. who check on me and be like, "You good?" And yeah. they're not checking on me because I'm acting funny. They're checking on me because they know the semester ain't no joke. Yeah, they want to make sure you good. Right. Or in the reverse, when I I won't say when I'm posting because I'm also getting really intentional about my content this year. I got goals when it comes to my content. But when I'm out partying just a little too much during the semester. Yeah. I'll get friends who'll be like, oh, that was cute. Pull it back. Pull it back. Go put yeah. that nose in a book. Yeah. And it's a very short list, but I'm very appreciative of it. Yeah. Because they're also the list that, that those people on the list are also the people who I can call and be like, this professor is being really mean to me. Right. And, I, and, they, and although they're, whether they've been in college or they haven't, they know me and they love me well enough to be like, yeah. I'm going to let her cry it out. And that's the thing about friends. Yeah. They're your chosen family. Yeah. Welcome to the house of Shahrazad. <laughs> <laughs> They're your chosen family. We riding family. dragons around here, bitch. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, that part. So that's the thing that's amazing when it comes to making sure you have a good circle of folks. Yeah. And even in that, so he's saying chosen family this year. So I know we said like resolutions aren't really our thing, but something that I'm being really intentional about is putting people around me and in whatever you know Mm -hmm. degrees of separation that have experienced something that I'm either going through or that I'm trying Mm. to get to I like that because that doesn't mean that we have to talk every single day we don't have to be besties all of that but when something comes up and it's something that I know you've gone through hey help I got a question throw me a life vest yeah I'm drowning yeah yeah and that's good to have. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. So in saying all of that, 
I can say that seeing your friendships and the people that you have mm-hmm. around you, I definitely admire the way that you show up for your friends. Yeah. I I'm definitely... show up for them dirty hoes. <laughs> the way that you show up for <laughs> them and, the you know, like your y'all, all y'all girls trips and all that. Like, yeah. I, it's definitely Because some of them ain't never going to get a man. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> we'll talk about that one day. <laughs> Jeez. Just kidding. Yikes. I've been drinking. <laughs> Okay, Giselle. <laughs> that part. <laughs> um, but no. Yeah. You got to. Yeah. I really. My chosen family. Ohana. Oh, I'm on a Disney. So, sidebar, personal life. I'm on a Disney movie kick. Mm-hmm. Um, what you watching? Yesterday, I could literally, literally, could not get a part of your world out of my head. Really? Yeah. I also blame the fact that I went to the Disney store and it was playing. Oh. And so then, you know, song. You must be going to Disney soon. You prepping. Princess Tiana. You prepping. Yes. Oh, okay. Princess Tiana's prepping. But also. He was a frog half the movie. Okay. (laughs) You know what, though? Since we're talking about friendships, right? And that was a good friendship. It was a good friendship. But. I so closely relate to that movie. I'm about to I'm about to drop some knowledge on y'all real quick. Mm. I so closely relate to that movie because although she was a frog most of the movie, the song that Mama, Mama Odie sings about digging a little deeper, the whole that whole scene when she's like, um, it don't matter what you look like, you have to dig a little deeper. It's not about what you want, it's about what you need. That yes. whole scene, that whole song, and people have a problem with her being a frog. Tiana had to figure out who she, she was. was. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard the gospel version of Dig a Little Deeper? What? Oh, baby. Yes. When, I mean, Karen and Kiara was singing. Took me to church. Kiki's. I think I shot it. The Kiki's. Um, but yeah, I and for those, like I said, who know me in real life, you know that like I'm literally Princess Tiana, so I know mm-hmm. the whole movie. I watch it all the time. Mm-hmm. When almost their place, I cry like I've ne- like I have to like fast forward through it because I'm gonna start crying. It makes sense mm-hmm. because she had to figure out who she was, and yeah. that's that was me and figuring out who I was in my friendships and my all my ships, my relationships, my family, all of that. Figuring out who I was, and I think that's the biggest part when it comes to what kind of friend you are. Yeah, once you figure out who you are, oh baby, when they they start dropping like flies, and you know who you are. It makes it so much easier, oh, man, for the people to be weeded out. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we see the posts on like social media when it's like, I prayed to God and asked Him to start removing my enemies, and I started losing friends. That part, because what what was the thing you learned halfway through your thirties? Which one? You can't be friends with people oh, that want your life. Woo, baby, and and that that's, sat with me. That sat with me. And here's the thing, it. it like you can't be friends with people who want your life but who not just who want your life i'm gonna add a caveat to that who perceive your life to be something that it is not that part ask me ho not only ask me bitch you were there (laughs) (laughs) but yeah and that's the thing like oh this what we doing like like hello you were on the phone telling me to lead this man so i left him now what now you mad? Like, I'm confused. Yeah. You wanted me to. I left him because you said to leave him. And now <laughs> you mad at me. What part of this did you want? I'm confusion. 
confused. I'm confusion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's once you start doing the work, it'll be all clear. Yeah. Your your day ones, a ones, they will always stay solid. Yeah. But them fickle mugs. Yeah. They go. Not only that, I can also say this, and I was gonna say it didn't happen in 2022, but it did. Mm. Did it? Damn. It did. Every year since I'll say like 2017. Mm-hmm. Every year. Mm-hmm. I get one, at least one, because zero, right? But every year since 2017, I get one person that you say your friends turn into family right so mm-hmm. a friend who i deemed as family i've given them my last if i had 20 dollars, i gave them 15 rides watch their kids mm-hmm. put put their cell phone in my name let them move into my house like fr- family right family right who can't be friends with people who want your life right mm-hmm. and at some point through my healing or not even through my healing just having the cognitive awareness of being like, this doesn't feel good. I gotta right. go. Or they do something that's just so out of line where it's like, we don't, what? Girl, are you crazy? Right? Mm-hmm. One, since 2017, I get one person who, the downside of being a content creator, none of my profiles are private, which means people have access to me, mm-hmm. which means I get one message a year, this long message of, you were a really good friend to me and I didn't appreciate it when you were there and I just want to say sorry. What? Or I have kids now and my kids are in school and they're asking me how to be friends with somebody and I'm realizing that I can't teach them how to be friends because I was never a good friend and it made me think about you. And, <laughs> I'm sorry. Or uh, uh, all those years ago, you were such a good person to me and you were there through a traumatic time and I told your business because I was actually jealous of you and I just want to say I'm sorry. Every year i get some some years i've gotten two like back to back but every year and so as those were happening same time i'm going through my healing and doing the work and all that it it further let me know that there's nothing wrong with me for real because they didn't forgot having you in their back pocket was something that they should have held on to yeah losing you now they starting to feel it yeah and haha jokes on you (laughs) enjoy that karma (laughs) Yeah. That's what it is. Because yeah. you never have done anyone dirty. Not intentionally. And if I have done something, it might have taken me a minute, but I've come back and been right. like, hey, I can totally understand if you don't. And that's the other thing. When these people come to me, they come to me with the intention that I'm going to let them back in. When mm-hmm. I've done something wrong and I come to somebody and I apologize, I have no expectation that they're going to let me back in their life because I don't know how what I did affected them. Right. I... I'm not aware of how deeply what I did traumatized them. Right. Because there, I can be honest with you guys. There are things that my bully, I won't say bullies because I didn't really have bullies, but like past relationships and Mm -hmm. just people who said mean things and all that, that still affect me now. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, do these people realize like the things that they did and said back then? No, because kids are mean. Yeah. (laughs) Teenagers are mean. Yeah. They don't think. Your boyfriend at 21 who got his heart broken in the sixth grade and swore off that he was going to ever love a woman is mean. 
Not 21. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Friendships are hard. They are. They are hard. But I am keeping the ones that I have. As you should. Close. And I have no expectations of like... I'm not going to, I won't say no expectations. I'm not going to force making new friendships. If they come, they come. Naturally, if they, they should. Right. If they don't, I'm good with what I have. Yeah. Although I am, you know, when the time comes to get married, I'm concerned about the whole bridal party thing. You know what? Do it simple. Well, this. Nobody. Uh, I wish. Because I guess I'm putting my personal business out there or whatever. I was having this conversation with my man. Mm-hmm. And hey, he, he, he started listing off his people, and I was like, "You got all these damn friends." I didn't even know. It's funny you say that. What I said was, "Where are all these people coming from?" His response to me, and I, and because this is our banter, he was like, "Well, because I have friends." Oh. That part. I mean, I got a couple. Well, if if two to three niggas gotta walk one girl down, that's exactly what I said. I said, "Well, I guess we just gonna." Yeah, it it can happen. Because, to be honest, everybody ain't going to have their money by the time the wedding rolled through. <laughs> that part, I want, real. I, I stand by. We'll talk about this more when we get to, you know, relations. But I stand by a destination wedding. I went to a destination wedding last year. Maybe the way I tell you, weed people out. Yeah. Quick, fast. Because everybody ain't got they, they plane money or they passport. Well, you know, they got the passport bros now. So, they might have a passport. Yeah. But it's like everybody can't go. Mm-mm. Everybody ain't gonna have it in them. Yeah, no. So destination with it. Hey, I'm with it. Okay. <laughs> I'll fly the plane if you want me to. <laughs> <laughs> Who wanna get on the soul plane? Well, speaking of okay, off subject, but you know, like during COVID, and I don't know if this is still standing, but they were paying like paying pl- pilots like hundred and fifty or two hundred dollars an hour to fly a plane. Yes. You only have to be fifteen years old to have a a pilot license. See, nah. Cause who gonna fly the plane when I gotta go to the bathroom or something? If I want to take a nap. What movie is that? There's a movie. Do the plane fly itself? Yes. Oh, and okay. that's what I was going to say. There's a movie where it's like a rom-com. Oh, um, 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 which one is, it's Justin Timberlake, which No Strings Attached or Friends with Benefits? Friends with Benefits. Friends with Benefits. He says it in the movie about the, because that was right around the time that that pilot was in Boston. He landed the plane in the, the bay or the water yes. or whatever and started keeping it crash. So he was saying like, he didn't do it. The plane lands itself or the plane flies itself. And everybody kept giving him dirty looks. The plane flies itself. Oh, well yeah. shit, I could be a pilot. All you really have to do is, t- I mean, unless it's a small plane, then yeah, you have to do it. But if it's a big plane, all you have to do is no. All you have to know how to do is take off and land. Shit, I know Southwest Iron. Baby, they about to have a big, big. Y'all need a job? Go Southwest. They need they need folks because yeah. they struggling. <laughs> <laughs> how did we get here? I don't know. As a matter of fact, that is gonna wrap up this episode. <laughs> Um, this is we close out this weekend. This week's episode of Girl, What's Up with That? Make sure you follow us at Girl, What's Up with That Pod on Instagram, Twitter. We on the Snapchatter? Not yet. We on the Tikataka? Not yet. Well, keep it posted. <laughs> That's actually the church announcement. Uh, make sure you're following us on Instagram. Slowly but surely, we are going to be rolling out on Facebook because I know not everybody got Instagram. Yeah. Y'all love a little Facebook. Yeah. Uh, we'll know. be there we'll be there yeah I associate that with my mama and him Face. my grandfather has fa- mom mom your daddy got Facebook hey your daddy I, he was in my suggested friends oh. the other day he don't That's got no profile up. picture 
But your daddy got Facebook. Oh. We gonna have Facebook too. So. Yes. Yeah. Should we end with a song? I mean, up to <clears> you, <throat> your church announcements. <clears throat> friends. Hey. How many of us have them? Hey. Friends. Hey, hey. One you can depend on. Let's be friends. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know the rest of the words. I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to who did he. Is that who sings that song? Yeah. Interesting. That's all we got. All right. Bye, y'all. Bye.